You're listening to a very moody sports show brought to you by Moody and Sons Electrical. Call for any electrical needs at 478 4328, area code 864. And follow us on Twitter, Instagram at Moody Sports Page, and follow and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Moody Sports Page on YouTube. Thanks for the support. Am I redlining now? Yes, definitely. Can you hear me now, Mr. Krabs? Yes, we can hear Mr. Krabs. All right, so I'll put it right there. Mr. Krabs. That's pretty fair. And then I could back my. This is more wobbly than usual. What's wrong with it? Is it on the wire down there on yours, maybe? No. Here, let's let's maybe scoot this accordingly. (laughs) Does that not seem wobbly? It's super wobbly. Maybe just spin it in a circle. Maybe the bottom is not even. You feel me? All right. Let's, let's waddle. Got a Genius. Bit. That's what they taught me in school. Wobble with me. Wobble with me. I hate that fucking song. That is a terrible song. Get in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which way is it? I don't. Either way. I mean, it's that's a lot better. Yeah, we're good. We're Gucci Mane. I had a big Gucci Mane stage. Gucci Mane was fine. I didn't do a lot of Gucci Mane. Oh, it's it's the same song over and over again. It's just Atlanta trap rap. Did you see the news of ASAP Rocky? I mean, dude, he's he's always in the shenanigans. Oh, dude, it was not shenanigans. There's like it's 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 crazy stuff. Yeah, like like, but uh, didn't 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 he get stuck in France? Yeah, he was stuck in France for a while. It's weird, dude. Didn't I have, Trump get him out? Didn't ASAP. Trump save him? Trump saved many. Save Lamelo or Leangelo? Yeah, one of dude. the Ball brothers. Yeah, he got one of them. And then, uh, don't see Biden saving any Americans. <laughs> All right, we're not probably going to cut this political part, right? We'll see. Whatever. You was. act like every uh, person in the world I mean, hasn't argued politics. I'm still, I'm still on the red. No, I'm not now. I we'll mean, see. we got to see what it sounds like outside. We'll see what it sounds when we start listening. Uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, dude, it was weird. I was like reading the article. It said like it was like a gunfight uh, like, or like a fight that escalated to the point of that. And then like there was investigators that went to his house and left with like a box of stuff, like evidence, I guess you would say. I was like, oh my. Intrigued. Yeah, he probably was involved, and he's a rich person, and he's probably going to get off. To me. That's why I said to my mom, I was like, it's crazy that you're doing this stuff. Like, It's not crazy to me. At that point. It's not crazy to me. It's just like you leave that behind so you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> don't have to worry about getting sports related. Sports related. I saw an Instagram post of like five players that throw up gang signs, and uh, so it was John Wall. Oh. It was John Wall is very noted. I've said it on pod before. Uh, very I actually read in the comments that the gang realized that he had actual talent, so they like left him alone. And they oh. were like, because he wanted to be like a big part of the Bloods or whatever he's now. Fuck no. But uh, they he wanted to be a big part, and then uh, they basically said, "No, bro, you you're a bucket. Go like, bucket. like go get hundred fucking fifty million or whatever he makes. He makes like fifty five million a year. Yeah, I'm pretty he, sure. yeah, he has a good. Contract. And he doesn't play. And he doesn't play. And then like so it was. Him and then Anthony Davis, and then it was James Harden. Might have been it in that little real Instagram video, hmm. but may have been a couple other guys. Didn't know about any of that. 
That is. You don't. Oh, Russell Westbrook. He always does the crip stuff. He even said 2020. You know what that means? It's like 60 Street. I did not West know about any of this. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> You're not. I am not. not I am not going to throw up gang signs. I was going to say, we're not about that. <laughs> Listen, I may do a little Kyrie, a little middle finger behind the head to you or something, but depends on what you say to me. Yeah, but. It takes uh, a lot to get on. Russell the Westbrook, it's not even like somebody said anything. He's just dribbling across half court saying he's doing it for the Crips. Out and, uh, out. I mean, when. Well, what's his really name? Well, uh, Nipsey Hustle died. It was literally cool to promote Crips stuff. <laughs> like, it was, it was literally like the hip thing to do was sing Nipsey and sing about Crips. I mean, that's what Snoop Dogg does all the time. So, I mean, we make light of a heavy subject and have, you know. Big communities of crime, but not make very that. light yeah. of it because you know that's the subject matter of music today. <laughs> music man, well, ASAP Rocky updates of life. There you go. That's what it is. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Jake in the Carolinas. All right, so you know we'll get right into the upstate update at this point. Might as well, Zach. Uh, we could start at the Triumph, or do you want to start with the Mega Panther news that uh-huh. Daniel is no, absolutely no, no, no. behind on, no, no, no. apparently? Dan has no idea, so tell me all about the Triumph. Uh, so the Triumph. Uh, did the Raleigh trip this past weekend. It was a good time. Uh, so that actually, actually is why we're posting something a little later on. The last thing we posted was right before the uh, Hawks-Hornets play-in game, and then now we're in the playoffs, but we'll get to that point here shortly. Uh, so, uh, for the triumph, the road game NCFC, they get a point, which was really needed in the idea of the table. Cause at this point, triumph still sitting bottom table one point with that draw, but, uh, you know, there's long season. We've talked about that already. We'll get deeper into it. Uh, and we do have the next home game for uh, next game for the regular season Saturday playing Tormenta. So hopefully we can get a win there. You need to win the home games from now on. I would say you really obviously aren't going to go undefeated at home like we did the 2020. Uh, yeah, pandemic season when, when we did that. We probably won't repeat that again like you typically would expect. Uh, nobody can typically do. But still want to win most home games, get points out of it. So want three points, especially with where we're at in the table right now. You really want three points. So we'll see. And then we also get a week off, which is much needed after the masterful, masterful, wonderful game we had last night, Greenville, South Carolina, the Lamar Hunt U.S. Open Cup. Uh, there's many, uh, yeah, dude, I did not know about this. And shout out my guy, Lamar. There's a trophy. Yeah. So the open cup, us open cup is back. Uh, we were talking about at one point in the triumph. We talked about the triumph winning their first round game against Oakland roots and getting into the second round, or I guess it was third. Um, and so, uh, so we moved on to the third round we drew Charlotte FC and happened to draw them at home. And so we hosted an MLS team that is absolutely fantastic. There was probably, I think, four or five other USL League One teams to host uh, uh, host MLS teams, including Union, who won, Fuego, who I do believe won. Uh, there's a few others, Chattanooga, they lost, Tormenta lost in theirs, but there's, so you had a lot of USL, but there was multiple USL league teams that moved on in the Open Cup, but the Triumph are not one of them. Last night, in front of record crowd, 4,064 people. So, 
sellout crowd. It was fantastic. Okay, look, it looked really good too, man. If you go back and watch the highlights, you can probably see them on YouTube. Uh, the highlights look really good with the crowd packed in there. It looks fantastic. Charlotte FC brought a host of people like you expect the MLS teams to do. And uh, they were rowdy, man. It was very, very fun. It was like a dueling uh, fan section uh, situation, and I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, Triumph lost 2-1, but they push it to extra time, go 120. And really, outside of the two goals, this is something I sort of noticed with the Triumph so far through four games that we played Open Cup and regular seasons that we're going to be tough to score on, which means just like most of the time, if we're getting scored on, it's going to be absolute banger most of the time or just like you're gonna have to play it hard and like so they got one that was like a cheeky clean up off of paul mishandle of a little back heel it was very clever clever um and then the last one that gave them the lead uh and the i think it was in the first half of extra time uh was just sort of breakdown they broke down the defense pretty well and then got a good little through ball that just happened to get it find the back of the net um the triumphs goal jake had a banger it looked fantastic great goal i didn't get to see it live i watched it on the stream because we were in line for poppy's tacos which were fantastic and worth it but uh did miss it's that it's tough to miss it oh. but at the same time the i was happy with what we put out there i think the triumph made a massive statement to the soccer community i think we made a massive statement as a fan base showing up that like and like we were, we were loud and proud until the end, even when we knew, like, you, you know, had that feeling. And then there was the last second corner that potentially had the chance, and so it got hyped up again. And I think we really did show the soccer community that we're like, the Triumph are a legitimate soccer program and soccer club that are, you know, and we, Lisa, and you know, we definitely have proven ourselves to the USL League One, like, being in the final year. And... I mean, yeah, no question there, but it's still, I mean... Sucks to take the L in front of everybody, but it's great to pack the house. It shows good, especially with the rumblings of a stadium being built and being canceled. You've shown that, at least locally, that you can draw a big crowd, or at least you can draw people to fill a bigger space than what we have now. And, like, that shows, like, we're going to try and we're going to be an Open Cup team probably most of the time, I would assume. Like, it's typically based on how you play the previous year and stuff. And so, like, I assume we're going to be making the Open Cup in a fair number, number of years. And so, like, I do expect to see us back there again at some point. I expect us to uh, be able to you know, keep doing what we're doing with the with the consistency. Um, this team definitely needs to get healthy defensively we have very few like very few subs for defensive defenders we're banged up in the in the middle field um and this saturday we are going to be tanked gassed after that 120 and like you had multiple players who played just straight 120 and came off playing the ncfc game saturday night um but you still got to go out and try to get the three points you really want those three points so Greenville Triumph, I'm very proud of them. I'm still very salty about it, but well, I will be cheering for other USL League One teams to do well in the Open Cup, even though every time it will make me a little more sad. <laughs> yeah, speaking of sad, the playoffs in the NBA, it is uh, – I mean, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, Hornets get eliminated, and I, my interest really goes downhill pretty quickly. Like, it's <clears> – <throat> I mean, obviously, it's first round still, 
And I'm following box scores and that type of jazz, but ooh, I haven't said that in a while. Type of jazz. Type of jazz, but uh, I've really it was the Hornets got embarrassed once again. Two years in a row, we've been embarrassed. Indiana, which was a bad team last year, embarrassed us on national TV. Atlanta, which is proving to be a first round. <clears throat> I mean, you're playing the best team. You're playing the Heat, so it's. It's not. It's hard for me to say you're getting embarrassed because you're not really, but you're losing handily both games. And Trey Young had a horrible game one. Trey Young had 25 points game two, but I mean it wasn't the best percentage shooting. And really, outside of Steph Curry, what point guard is carrying you as the primary scorer to the finals? Like Kyrie, the guy who never plays because he's not. Kevin Durant's carrying you all season. Well, and they're down 2-0 right now. And exactly, just to prove the point further. I mean, Steph Curry surrounded by great players. The Warriors are obviously, I mean, I'm, we're getting, getting kind of out of, out of context here. We need to bring it back into Charlotte Atlanta. Yeah. But relating back to Atlanta, Trey Young's great. Trey Young could go for 45. And honestly, I think Clint Capella is a little underrated nationally. I think oh, Clint Capella, yeah. he's literally one of the close to the league leaders in rebounds every year. Finishing at the rim is not a problem. But uh, at this day and age, if Clint Capella is your two, are you really that good? You know, and Bogdan's not your two. Clint Capella is better than Bogdan. And I mean, you got Danilo on his last leg shooting mid rangers because he's from a different day and age. And I mean, DeAndre Hunter's good, but DeAndre Hunter is not a set number two player either. He's not a number three player, and he's he's. He I might think, even be a top five player. He might be a guy who needs to be your sixth man. I think. I see. I think DeAndre Hunter has a future potential. Like defense. Well, we're not talking about future. We're talking like, about right now. That man. I mean, he's done it in the playoffs. So like he draw. He had sixteen and a quarter against the Cavs. That pretty much. Some but we're talking game. about the Cavs. And we're, like, we're, we're talking about the Miami Heat. You're playing number one right now. I don't care. Oh, about, and he was. I don't care I mean, about playing. He's absolutely been like the third best player in the series for the Hawks. So yeah, far. the series like, you're been, down 0 I I, I, I respect what you're saying, Zach. But like you're saying, where's this point's coming from you're trying to downplay DeAndre Hunter like he's not a score that man I'm is a scorer and he heat. is a defensive menace that doesn't matter because the Heat have four defensive menaces that are all just as so like I mean like so what you're saying is you're outman and outmatched I, I get that but like to, still to, to, to say to say the Hawks don't have good players because the Heat have better players I'm not saying they don't have good players all, like, I'm saying your best player is a six foot tall point guard on a good day and if you shut him down, which every team will do when they actually play defense in the playoffs, y'all went on a magical run. Dude, see, I that's what, see, and that's I what I have. That's what my problem is. Like, you're like, it doesn't work, except for this exact formula worked last year. But when the East, Clint this is the best was healthy. conference you've had. Okay, that's in fair. 10 years. That's fair. We didn't play the Heat. The Heat also got swept by the Bucks in the first round last year. So, like, we also are praising the Heat team that, you know, like, Gabe Vincent and Caleb Martin and uh, like I'm not the, talking the, about those these guys. I'm talking Matt about Jimmy Struce. Butler, Vince, uh, Victor Oladipo, Bam Adebayo. Victor Oladipo has paid zero minutes in this series. He's been useless. Bam Adebayo last game played total like 12 minutes and had three points because he was in foul trouble all game. The only reason they won is because the Hawks no point said stop letting Jimmy Butler get buckets at the rim. Because we didn't have Compella to keep the rim safe, Okongwu uh, is not a, an acceptable person to keep the rim safe. Like we need, yeah. But not the same. My point. Not same you with lost, John Collins. You lost Capella, who's your second best player. Exactly. Which that's not. A, and I do. I, I honestly need to go back and see. I guess Trey Young did that well last year. 
did he literally carry all to the Eastern Conference? Yes, yes, there was many. He had, he, I mean, he probably averaged like 28 points. But look at the game. Hornets. Y'all literally embarrassed us. It's the upstate. Update. So, uh, <laughs> literally embarrassed us by 30 points on national TV. The Hornets were 43 and 38 on the season. 39 on the season. We're five games above 500. Look at the West. They're 8 seed and 9 seed and 10 seed. We're sub 500. Like, I mean, it's literally... This is the every ten, the top ten teams the in East. the East were five hundred plus. Maybe there's not the superstar crazy. Maybe maybe you just undervalue Jimmy Butler as a superstar on the Heat. But as a whole, the Heat has eight names in a row that are better than the second best player on the Hornets because Gordon Hayward doesn't play. So, I, I, so, believe, yeah. I, I believe that Kyle Lowry. And Jimmy Butler, like I believe. Kyle Lauer, Jimmy but, Butler, but, PJ but, Tucker, like uh, Tyler like, Hero, those are. And, and oh. see, but like my thing is with Tyler Hero, uh, Duncan they have Robinson, a championship those two, those two teams, like those two players, are the same premise as Kevin Herter and Bogdan Bogdanovich. You can be like, oh, they're fantastic because one game Bogdan goes off for twenty points or whatever in the last game for us and keeps us in the game somewhat. But in reality, Bogdan's not going to do that every night. Just like Tyler Hero's not going to sink buckets every night. Duncan Robinson was a starter. Lost his starting job because uh, Spolstra said, listen, bud, you ain't making shots, and we're not and playing you out game one. And May came out game one. He, 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 shot, he shot great. Guess what he did game two? It doesn't matter. He no. didn't play at all. He lost his minutes to Max Struess and Gabe Vincent because that's what they're willing to do. The, the, the Heat have players that they're willing to just go, okay, you're having a good night. We're going to let you play. And so for some be. reason, the Hawks didn't just go stop Jimmy Butler. Like that's what I that's what I was stumped. At what because point, this at, you go thirty five points. Okay, so like we're just gonna keep him go to the bucket. We're gonna foul him when he goes up, and then he's gonna get an and one. What are you doing, man? Like stop the man from going to the bucket. You can't for a couple of reasons, and this is where it sucks for you as a Hawks fan because y'all are more successful it's than the so Hornets. Tough. But th- you're in the same problem the Hornets were a couple of years ago. Kimball Walker. Contract expiring. He's our best player. Kimball Walker dropped 60 in a game, everybody. 60. Man goes bonkers, crosses you up, can shoot, can finish at the rim. But the problem is, with Trey Young being six foot, Kimball Walker's 5'10. That's why there's hope with Lamella. He's six foot eight, six foot nine. You can't have your primary ball handler. Your closer cannot be six foot tall. Your closer cannot be six foot tall because if you get double teamed on the three point line, you have to be able to make a move and drive to the basket with two seconds on the clock and finish something at the rim with their tallest guy trying to block you. Kimball Walker, I love you, dude. You've made some crazy layups. You've won us some games. You hit some three-point winners. Way too many times, the game would be in Kimball Walker's hand, and he would have to go down the court to the basket, and he would blow a layup, and he wouldn't get the offensive rebound, or he would get blocked, or he'd get literally tossed out of bounds because it's hard for the ref to make that call at the end of the game. Is it a foul or not with no time left to shoot free throws to decide a game? And the thing is, you just couldn't depend on Kimball Walker to win you games. And that's why we didn't max him out, and we let him walk to New York in an injuries, unfortunately. And you signed Gordon Hayward, and now you have a small forward who's your closer. And you saw it with Gordon Hayward not being hurt. He can drive to the rack and win you games with layups. Jimmy Butler, small forward, six foot six, six foot seven, athletic. He can get over people, finish at the rim. That's why you can't stop him because he was making shots, which he doesn't do. And then he's good at finishing at the rim. Well, and and Trey Young, it's just like Kimba. If you're not making threes and you have to drive to the rack and they're going to 
what's going to happen when Bam Adebayo says, come make a floater on me, Trey Young? Bro, that's what I'm saying. The late last game, Bam Adebayo is not relevant. He was useless to the Heat. He did nothing for I'm them because he's a foul trouble player. He's always in foul trouble. He's just like Cat. He I always mean, dude, is I foul said trouble. he was overpaid, dude. I said so, he was overpaid. You did. Long time. I, and you called me out on it. And I believe you. I do believe you. Bam Adebayo, he's a good player. He's fine. Overrated. But absolutely fouls out. And like it's same as Cat. Cat would be great if he could stay on the floor. If you go back to we'll, – we'll get to it because I do want to talk the Timberwolves. But with the Hawks, man, I will say I don't think the Hawks are done. Like the Hawks are going back home. I think if Clint Capella can get back in the too. lineup, I think if, if they're crazy, they can go off all of a sudden. And I think the three-pointers that we – because Trey's been 0 for 17 on three-pointers. Gallo went 0 for 7 last game. Like that's not going to happen when you're at home, you know. Like that's – you're going to hit buckets. But I also don't think Jimmy Butler's going to drop another 45 on oh. us because Jimmy Butler, he was hitting three-pointers that he never hits. Because like, it's playoff Jimmy. Because I don't. It's just I like just, playoff Rondo. I just don't know, man. I Rondo just can't shoot we'll either. See. We'll see. Playoff Rondo can. Talk to me after game three, maybe game four, depending on when we record next. But I totally believe the Hawks can get back to the Heat's arena, the Triple A, with – the tie, series tied 2-2. I believe it. If Clint can get back and we can get back to doing what the Hawks do and actually making buckets. Like, Kevin Herter's been broke as hell. Like, nobody can hit a three. It's, yeah, it's but awful. you're depending on Kevin Herter to contribute, man. Like, Zach, Kevin, this is the same man who Red Velvet was money last year. In the th- in, in, if in, your nickname's Red Velvet, dude, you, you're not winning it. I'm just you saying. You can't depend on him to He, he was money. Bogdan was money. Gallo was money last year. Like this is this. That's my thing. Is this is the same team? In for in in. That's why I thought it was so strange that the regular season didn't play out as well as it could have because they were not a good team. And I thought it was strange. I thought they were going to be good, but I do believe this is a team. And I'm eating my words slightly, but I think they're made for playoff basketball. We went into these play and turn games where it was one game and like. You have Trey Young the ability to do what he did, and Trey Young didn't have a bad game. Competition. Trey Young didn't have a bad game last game. Trey Young had like twenty five points. I mean, he played well, but like overall, the Heat just were better off because they had Jimmy buckets going for forty five, and like you're not going to beat that team when they go for forty five like that, you know. So, but uh, we had some mention a couple times. We mentioned the Hornets, mentioned the Hawks, mentioned uh, Charlotte FC. so, speaking of Charlotte, Carolina Panthers, you have no idea what I'm talking I about. I do not. I have no clue. All right. So, Rock Hill is right across the border from Charlotte in South Carolina. You notice the Panthers are stationed in Charlotte. Dan, where is Charlotte? What state is that in? That's in North Carolina. Exactly. But what do we call them? The, the Carolina, Carolina Panthers. Panthers. Always, always rub South Carolina people the wrong way. We accept it as our team. We really wish we had something going on here. But uh, anyways, North Carolina Panthers, <laughs> they uh, they signed a deal. David Tepper and the city of Rock Hill signed a deal to build the Panthers practice facility and headquarters. So they're building this big old megaplex. Yeah. There's already big steel iron rods. Beans. beans is a good word. We like beans. Beans is a good word. <laughs> uh, shooting into the sky. It's shaped like the Panthers logo. Like the the whole front of the building, it's kind of got that geometry going on. And, what? Uh, That's crazy. I mean, dude, stuff I say is the shape of the wrong Rams logo. That's fair. That is fully. That's <laughs> but, the uh, best part. But uh, wrong Rams the wrong, logo. <laughs> but anyways, Panthers. Anyways, they've agreed. David Tepper and the city of Rock Hill agreed to build a stadium, and they're 
working on it and it's halfway through construction, so it was revealed yesterday. Deal's off. Oh, mid-construction. No deal. So how we no so deal. everyone's overreacting and they're like, oh my god, the Panthers are pulling out of South Carolina. No, it's all about money. And then they're not pulling out. They start building the Megaplex that looks like a Panther. With beams, we talked about this. Steel beams. steel beams, and they're not straight up; they're in an angle. They're so they're useless other than this one thing. But they're like point. it kind of looks like Top Golf right now. It looks like there's like you know like you know on Top Golf it's like Lovely. three stories tall, but on the other side it's open. Yeah, it's kind of it kind of looks like it's, it's at the Top Golf stage of construction. And uh, so incomplete. Anyways, disagreements, contract off. That it's just leverage for negotiations, basically. So the way I understand it. How stadiums get built and practice facilities get built, especially in local communities, because, I mean, it, it, it really benefits Rock Hill to have your Panthers located there. You're going to have events. I mean, the players may even live near there. It's going to help the economy if it doesn't drain the economy, because local jurisdictions and teams agree to a financial amount. Let's use $500 million. I don't know if that's anywhere. Close. Yeah. But let's use $500 million. So $250 million is going to come from the owner. $250 million is going to come from the taxpayer yep. or the city. And uh, people love their sports. They don't like paying unwillingly through taxes to pay for facilities. But, you know, whatever. It's been going on for 100 years. It's, it literally happens all the time. It's been going on for 100 years. But uh, So the big problem here is the way construction works, and I went through this with my brother and his wife. They're flipping a house. So a construction loan, you may agree at the beginning – for I'm going to complete this project for X amount of dollars. Let's say $100,000 for, well, we said $500 million. So $500 million is going to cost to build this bad boy. And, uh, but we don't get five, we, the, they don't give us a loan for $500 million dollars on money. day one. Yeah, you don't get all the you, money. You finish projects. Like, so, so, so part one is deforest the forest because that's what humans do is uh, tear down some trees they need them. and then flatten the land, run plumbing and electrical. Let's say that's the step one and that costs $50 million. Problem is somebody's got to pay for that $50 million, either the owner or the taxpayer. Now, somebody has now, to pay right and now. the negotiations going on are who's going to pay first who's starting? because the owner's like, Yo. they literally called off. We want the city to pay first. And the city's like, well, if we pay first, then you're probably not going to end up ever paying. So the city's like, no, you pay first, rich guy. So that's where we're at. And Respect what's going to happen? And what's going to happen is they agreed to a dollar amount a year or five years ago. And now David Tepper wants that dollar amount that they agreed to to be higher because the cost of everything went up because Oh my God! Do you live in America and know what's going on? Things, so, things are expensive. Things are expensive. We don't make any more money, and David Tepper does. So that's uh, about it. Yeah. I saw a stat. This is a good upstate update, just to give context to the Tepper versus uh, city, um, just the inhabitants as a whole. In like 2008, the richest billionaire in America had like 54 billion dollars, and the average income was 54 thousand. And minimum wage was seven twenty five in the year twenty twenty two. So fourteen years later, the richest billionaire in the country has two hundred and fifty billion dollars. The median income has went down to fifty three thousand, and minimum wage is seven twenty five. So 
Literally, the rich get richer and the poor. We are getting poorer. Zach bringing legitimate facts to you that are slightly sad. Yeah, and it plays into this Tepper versus Town thing. Screw you, Tepper. Stop trying to take our money. Go like it, it, first off, you're. I get it. You're coming to South Carolina. Y'all practice at Wofford. Cool. We still don't care because you got billionaires trying to screw cities out of extra money. And maybe you're not screwing cities. Maybe I'm jumping to conclusions. Maybe David Tepper is a nice guy. Doubt it. Doubt it. I don't know. All I got to say is David Tepper did not get to the point of being a owner of the Carolina Panthers by being a, you know, everybody's champion and a nice guy, probably. I don't think that's how that really works out. <laughs> I feel like you got to be a little cutthroat to get there. So I assume David Tepper is absolutely trying his dangest to not pay as much money as we the taxpayers are going to pay for that state that that complex or whatever it is and like man it's it, this is something like you said you see across sports where many tax taxpayers are always paying money into these stadiums and the biggest issue with it is is they build these these facilities and the same thing you see in like colleges where they build a facility but then, like, three years later, they're like, oh, we need more money for newer facilities because this program has updated stuff and this now. So now this team has this. So when are the Panthers going to they're gonna finish this building? And then in three years, they're going to be like, well, you know, now we sort of need this extra facility for, like, pool relaxation and uh, recovery stuff. And I'm like, all right, cool. So who's paying first? And Dave Tucker's going to be like, y'all? All of this just to sign Baker freaking Mayfield. Oh, yeah. How do you feel about that? Dude, I already don't like the Panthers. Your only saving grace was to get Deshaun Watson. But then there's some moral conflict with that. And you're going to you're gonna go with Baker you're gonna Mayfield. You're going to go Sam Darnold to promising me Deshaun to Baker Mayfield? You want me to be a Panthers fan? David, David, David. Dude. There's a reason I don't like the Panthers. And this is it. And it's the same reason we I gave up my allegiance 15 years ago. It's because you traded every good player we freaking had. Now you're trying to take my money. And it's a different person. 